You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform. Forerunners by runners. Now here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. Welcome to the first episode of the Run Duo. Hello, hello. Yes, yes, I have brought on a partner, a co-host. Her name is India Cook, a.k.a. Miles from India. How you doing this morning? What's this up, afternoon? guys? What's going on? Everything is beautiful, of course. I'm Tommy, a.k.a. Shut Up Tommy, a.k.a. The Jerk. What's going on out there in uh, in, in running land? Um, now, for those of you who have probably listened to this, might listen to my podcast, uh, Shut Up Tommy. Mm-hmm. They probably watch the vlog of Miles from India. Am I saying that right? Miles from yep, India? Yep, it's okay. Miles from India. My first part of it. Anyway, now I'm going to give my little synopsis of why I decided I wanted to uh, bring on a co-host instead of just keep doing Shut Up Tommy by myself in my little room with my little dog. Um, I decided I just got tired of just talking to myself. I I needed something to bounce people, you know, bounce information off of, somebody to go back and forth with. I thought that would be more fun, more more entertaining for um, the people that actually listen to my podcast. And the first person, I mean, the very first person that came to mind Look at you. was India Cook. <laughs> well, look at you. You have me over here blushing. Y'all can't see you, but I'm blushing. <laughs> now, India, when I, when I came to you uh-huh. with this, why did you say yes? Because most people would say no. Most people would be like, nah, I'm good. Uh, well, let me, I'm sorry, India. I got to take that back. Heather Brownlee was the first person I came to with it. <laughs> Right. But, of course, she said no, which I knew she would. But anyway, because I could never get her to even come on the show. Yeah. But what made you say yes? So, I guess a couple different reasons. So, of course, I, first of all, it was the first episode of Shut Up, Tommy. So, I enjoyed doing the podcast with you. Like, it was enjoyable. I enjoyed myself. I feel like we had a good conversation. It was easy. Shall I say? So I was I was calm when I did it. So I felt good with that. The other piece is I do a vlog on Mouse from India. My page is on Facebook. And recently I have changed jobs as well as not running as many races. And so I haven't been vlogging very much because I feel like when I do a vlog, I want y'all to actually see footage out on the pavement. I want y'all to see me doing races, going to different states, doing different things. And I haven't been doing that. So a lot of my vlogs recently just have been me talking, looking at the camera. And I'm like, that's a podcast. Like, what's y'all looking at me talk? Like, so that doesn't make any sense. So when Tommy, when you came to me, I was like, well, I was like, that makes sense. I have some topics I would like to talk about. And I can do my vlog in another venture and kind of touch on some other things outside of the things that we will be talking about on here. So instead of y'all staring at me talking about things, I can just do a podcast and y'all can listen to me in other ways. Okay, well, well, there you go. That That's the reason, and that's how we, we ended up together. Now, just to let you know, it won't be exactly like how Shut Up Tommy was. It won't be exactly how um, India's, uh, Mile from India's vlog was. Mm-hmm. We're going to kind of incorporate some different things. Right. Um, first off, we're not going to do it every single week. <laughs> um, yes. I learned very quickly trying to put together a podcast every week is very time consuming. And we are professionals. We got jobs. We got jobs out here. We got bills to pay. <laughs> we got so great bills to pay. <laughs> to pay. So we can't do it every week. So right. we're thinking about every other week. So be looking out for us every other week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, number two, we might not have an interview every single episode. We right. still want to keep in touch with the running community. We have to. 
you know, uh, still want to be able to talk to them. But we always want to be entertaining. We Mm -hmm. always want to be informative. And we always want you to tune in and have a good time when you're listening, whether you're listening while you're running, while you're you're, um, driving, however you do listen to podcasts, that's great. Yes, just tune in. And I think it's going to be good because you and I have a little bit different perspective on some things, so that's going to be exciting. What you talking about? You know what I mean. (laughs) Some different topics, you know, so it's going to be good. It's going to be great, definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely. So let's just, let's get into the show now. We're going to start off with um, a little something from India Mm -hmm. um, about uh, a little project she's working on, her 50 states, which I know there are a lot of, and I'm going to be a little sexist here, a lot of women. Uh I don't know a lot of dudes doing 50 states. You starting out early with the sexist (laughs) stuff, huh? All right. So I know there's a lot of young ladies (laughs) out there doing the 50 states, and India showed me something um, that was really cool. Um, Now, what was that? Was the Coach Carl flowchart? Yes. Yes, it was. So I was scrolling down Facebook, and I actually follow Coach Carl, and he's an Atlanta run coach. And he actually had a flow chart on how to decide what marathon, or it could be half marathon, you would like to choose. His was kind of focused on marathons. Um, You would like to choose for the fall or the spring and how to choose them. So, of course, we all know, a lot of people already know as of today what marathon they're going to run for the fall because either lottery has already been picked. But if it is a smaller race, not you may not necessarily know. You still have time to, to sign up. So most runners either choose between a big or small marathon, whether it be downhill, um, a little hillier course, what month it is. So all of those things definitely factor into choosing a marathon or even a half marathon. Now, within his article, he talked about how large and small marathons are different within the size. So he mentioned that 5,000, the max of 5,000 runners is what's considered a small marathon. Anything over 5,000 is a large marathon. 5,000 runners is small? He said that now. Okay, he must be big. 5,000. He must 5, be big time. <laughs> but you got to think about it. Like, even when we run the Peachtree, it's 60,000 people. So there's some marathons that have a lot of people. It may not be 60,000, but there's thousands of people that run it. But he said that that cap is, he actually went through and said, okay, if you want a downhill marathon, if you want a marathon that you're going to mess up your quads, that's what, actually what he said. He said, if you love your quads, if you don't love your quads. Um, he definitely mentioned what month it was in, as well as if it was a small or large marathon. So I thought that it was really, 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 really interesting. He also separated it in if you were wanting to do a time goal versus if you were just running kind of for leisure. So of course, a lot of people downhill, they do a lot of downhill marathons if they want a faster pace. He mentioned Boston qualifying marathons. But some of the small marathons, he said the wine glass, Detroit, large, of course, is New York City, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then some of the time goal marathons are like downhill, like tunnel, tunnel light, peak to the creek. Um, and then also some of the bigger ones is Twin City and in Philly. So he kind of broke it out. So you all can go on to Facebook. He has a like page of Coach Carl. And he also has a website of runningcoachcarl.com. Y'all can check out this flowchart. I think it's pretty cool to be able to look at so that you can decipher kind of what you're looking at. But that's a little different than my 50 states. But why not? Everybody's doing some kind of – I hear that you're doing a fall marathon, but we'll talk about that another time. Um, I'm doing a fall marathon. um, But, yeah, so that's something that is good to look at when it comes to choosing a marathon and what works for you, what your goals are. Everybody's goals are different. Well, I liked it because when you showed it to me, and, and anybody who's like a computer geek, 
right. will look at this flow chart and immediately know what it is. Because it's like, are you running this time at this time? Yes, no. And it sends you in a certain direction. Are yes. you doing this? It sends you in a certain direction. So I definitely say for those that run multiple races, mm-hmm. definitely worth worth checking out. Now, my partner, my the, the, the other part of the run duo, she has her list. She showed this to me. <laughs> Yes, I do. She, I'm a planner, you guys. Huge planner. <laughs> oh, my God. She has a list listing all of these half marathons by state. Yes. And so let, let's, I'm going to quiz you real quick. All right. I knew you were going to do this. Alaska. Alaska. Um, Anchorage. Mm-hmm. Anchorage Marathon in June. Iowa. Um, Council Bluff half in May or the Dam to Dan half in June. Okay, hold on. I gotta get it. Let me see. Uh oh. I gotta think of a good one. <laughs> that I, I a state that, that no black people go to. Montana. Uh I don't have that one. See? No black people go to Montana. <laughs> okay, look, look, look. So I, there's two states on my list that I do not have, and that is Missouri and Montana. <laughs> Damn, these so, are two you never want to go to Missouri unless you're I going just to St. Louis. Find it. So and I so listen, no, but for real, when I when I made this list up, I was also like Googling reviews and all kinds of stuff. So mm-hmm. each state that I have, I have all the 50 states written down and I at least have two to three choices for each state of a half marathon that is good to run in. So when it comes to halves, I look at the course and I also look at crowd support. That's something that's huge for me. I hate running at mile eight nine ten and i'm by myself like i don't like that Mm -hmm. so those are two things that i look at and then also the bling the gear so the majority of the marathons that i have written down i've gotten some pretty decent reviews on them but missouri and montana i haven't found anybody so if y'all know something (laughs) if y'all know a good half marathon please let the girl know let me know (laughs) well let me ask you this how many states have you done so far i have done six states um that i've actually run in half in but I have run in nine different states, but they weren't all half. So I've done, like, for for instance, I couldn't knock off Alabama. I did the Alabama relay. I think you did that recently as well. Right? Oh, Mercedes. The Mercedes, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. So I did the relay two years ago. So I couldn't knock that off because it wasn't a half. But I run there as well as a couple other places. So, of course, I wouldn't put – I did Chicago, so Illinois. I wouldn't put that down as a half. So I still have to run a Chicago half. So I've done, I've run in nine different states, but actually having half marathons in different states is six different states. So. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, it sounds like you're well on your way. Now that list you have of the states, Mm -hmm. have you shared that with like any, because I know there's like a Facebook page for the 50 states. Have you shared that with any of your, look at you. See, that's how. I'm kind of keeping it close to my heart. See how people do (laughs) Not saying that I won't share it, but now that you don't put it out there, I'm pretty sure I'm probably gonna get some DMs like, "Hey, let me get that list." Oh, hold up! Oh, hold up! Since I since it's, <laughs> it's, it was announced on the Run Duo podcast, it's gonna be a five cent fee yes. for every time you hand it out. That will be it going is. back to the podcast. Oh, it's not giving out. It's not being given out freely. Mm-mm. I t- it took time for me to do this. A lot of time and research, so it's not for free. Wow! You know what? I'm already <laughs> loving having a partner because while she's talking. I can drink my hot toddy. Yes, so it's 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 beautiful. I'm loving here this. slurping on it, guys. Nah, slurping. <laughs> I'm loving this. All right. So we gotta talk about Boston Marathon. Listen. That, man. My heart goes out to all of those runners yesterday. Let me tell you. First, first let's just kind of congratulate. Because anybody that actually showed up, shoot, anybody that went out and cheered needs to be congratulated. Right. But let's just kind of congratulate those that have a connection with Atlanta that mm-hmm. ran Boston. 
Um, now, I want to talk about Philip King and um, Regina Barnett first, just because both of them did um, do podcasts with me when, on Shut Up Tommy. So I right. want to congratulate both of them first. Uh, Maria Lacey, Nikki Scott. Um, I mean, the ultimate uh, Boston marathoner, Margot Gregory. I don't know how many she's done to this right. point. Um, of course, the Pied Piper. Mario's fifth. I'm sorry. Is Mario's fifth? Mario's fourth or fifth? Okay. Yeah. I want to say she's yeah, Gotcha. Um, now, Heather King. The uh the Pied Piper, I call her, because <laughs> whenever Heather points to a race, everybody shows up. Exactly. Um, Susie Thomas, the, the main person you want to go see at Roadrunners when you mm-hmm. need a new pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Latanya Stevens and uh, Luther Isaac, congratulations to you all for mm-hmm. starting. Number one, I ain't going to lie to you. I, I don't know, that morning, right. if I would have woken up and saw what was going on outside. Right. I'm not positive if I would have stepped out. No, I mean, I think I definitely would have. So Heather King, um, Regina, and Philip, this was their first Boston. So I know that they were like, you know what? I did what I had to do. I kicked butt to get here. So I don't think any of those people that you just listed wouldn't have stepped out there. But I th- everybody leading up to the day was like, yo, the weather does not look good. Like, this does not look good. But I think once they said, I think it started snowing the day before, and they were like, it was just a little trickle down of snow, and they were like, listen, this is about to be brutal. So I think for me, it was a really big mind challenge because, of course, you're you're already kind of defeated because you're seeing what the weather looks like, and you're like, listen, I got to run 26.2 miles in this mess. <laughs> and as soon as they woke up, it wasn't a gradual. It was pour down at the start of the race. Man. Like, um, and it wasn't a drizzle. Mm-mm. So whatever rain gear you had on, I mean, you just kind of had it on because it really, what did it protect? It was downpour. And it was, it wasn't like, it was cold from yes. what I heard too. It wasn't it was like a 30s, warm rain. Yeah. But felt like the 20s, which, you know, for me, I think 35 and above, I can, I can bear with. But when you, and then they had the wind to factor into it. So not only is it cold, it's, it's raining. And you have wind blowing you from side to side. Exactly. I, I'm not, I mean, that just was amazing. Cause actually I watched uh, Regina. She did, she went live, which Regina always goes live. That's what she does. She does. I'm she, live, went, y'all, I'm live. <laughs> she was live on Facebook. I think her and Maria mm-hmm. and I think Margo might've been with them as well, but they were all together. Or maybe it was Susie. I'm not sure, but they were all together uh, waiting on their shuttle. And, mm-hmm. you know, Regina went outside and just showed. And I was just like, oh, my God. Ooh. I felt bad because, like you said, you work so hard to get to Boston. It's like the finale. Exactly. You, mm-hmm. you, you, this is the ultimate accomplishment to me for an amateur runner. Right. For an amateur marathoner. It is. To get to Boston and get to run Boston is such an honor. And then to have it be like that. Yeah. On that day. Because, I mean, you want it to be sunny. You want it to be a nice day because I know. It's the Super Bowl of running. <laughs> I saw somebody post that yesterday and I had to repost it. Like, it's the Super Bowl of running. So, you want it to be an amazing experience and you don't want anything to kind of mess up that day. And weather takes a big factor into running. Like, it really does. It can change the whole, whole outcome. It's, it changes your pace. It changes your footing. Um, right. That was amazing. I was like, well, people fall, you know, mm-hmm. slipping and all this rain, that sort of thing. So, I mean, once again, congratulations to everybody that went out and braved that weather mm-hmm. to run 26 miles. Um, to, Don't to, forget the point two, the, Okay, I'm sorry. 26.2 miles point two. Um, <laughs> to get your, your finisher medal, your finisher shirt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're the only people that can wear those. Right. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I got a, um, 
I had a Boston shirt that somebody bought me uh-huh. um, a few years ago. Right. I won't wear it. Listen. I won't. I will not put it on. Listen. I will not put it on until I until I'm running Boston. I will never run in that shirt. Tommy. So just a sidebar. I work at a psychiatric hospital, right? Mm-hmm. I was on one of the units, one of the stabilization units, and one of the patients had on a Boston Strong shirt on. You know, I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I literally walked up to him. And of course, he's not mentally stable, guys. This is a this is a psych ward. He's not mentally stable. But I walked up to him and I was like, do you know? I was like, oh, so you ran Boston? I'm going to I'm going to assume, you know, and he was like, no. I said, do you know what shirt you have on? He was like, well, you know, I didn't know until my roommate told me. I was like, really? I was like, you can't wear a shirt like that and just not know what you represented. Dang. I don't know where he got that shirt, y'all. I was really Hold taken back. Hold up, India. <laughs> you went in front of a man that is currently in psychiatric care. That's what I do all day. <laughs> but you just kind of rolled up on it. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey. Oh, I rolled up. Because that was a Boston shirt. And I, 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 you have to earn getting to Boston, whether it be by your speed and how well you run or whether it be beating down doors or calling people for money for charity. Like, you have you, to still yes, earn it. Yes. So at the end of the day, regardless of how you get in, it's a earn, you have to earn being on those streets in Boston. So for people that wear stuff like that or wear certain, certain things that are for people that have only qualified and earned it, it kind of eats me up in the so I did ask him. I want you know one of the other staff was next to me because and he was looking at me like, "Why are you doing this?" And I'm like, "No, it's just in my heart to ask this man." And he, you know, he was not in his right mind, but he was able to tell me that he didn't know what you know what it was. That man is in a group therapy se- therapy session right now, talking about being fronted about a shirt. Right. He was yeah. like, "I came here for help." And he wore that shirt all weekend too. You had on the same shirt, and I was like on. <laughs> on Monday when the race was on, I was like, are you watching the race? Y'all need to turn this race on because he got this shirt on. He needs to know what he has on. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> there, there, that's Boston in a nutshell. Now, we've talked about the amateurs. I mean, that's just the crazy thing. Right. There was so much going on with just our friends, the people we were tracking. Exactly. The race itself. This was probably, if you didn't get to watch it, mm-hmm. it's on YouTube. Go right. and look at this. This was probably the best race I've ever watched. And mm-hmm. I, I usually watch all the majors. Right. All the major marathons. This mess right here. Mm-hmm. If if you've ever been been told that you are not fast enough mm-hmm. or that there's no way you can win a race, right. you need to watch the Boston Marathon 2018. Mm-hmm. Because both of the people that won had to come back. To win. Mm-hmm. At one point, both of the winners literally were not in the, the, the TV site. They weren't in the lead packs. They weren't in the lead packs. They in the lead packs. Right. They, I mean, when the TV would show the leader, there was nobody. The, the, I, at one point, I was watching it, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is over. Right. Yeah, these guys are out by themselves. The, 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 the woman leader and mm-hmm. the male leader were both running. Like, they were running the field mm-hmm. alone. Mm-hmm. And the dude, the guy that won last year... Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sorry, uh, Puri, mm-hmm. Pura, um, he was literally rolling. Like, he took his gloves off. I don't know if you saw this part. Right. So, he's running. He's in the pack. Mm-hmm. And they're showing him. He's talking to the guy next to him. And he starts taking his gloves off. Like, okay, right. this this it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yes, right. um, it was fun running with y'all. Right. I'm out. But I'm out. And <laughs> as he threw his gloves and was gone. Right. I was like, 
dang, this dude. And he was rolling just like he did mm-hmm. last year. I don't know right. if you saw last year, but last yeah. year he was he was put, he was tick, put, tick, picking him up, putting him down, picking mm-hmm. him up, putting him down. And that's exactly how we was running. Mm-hmm. On the women's side, same thing. Mm-hmm. The girl, she took off. She was in the lead. And they kept talking about, and I'm sorry, what, what's the name of the young lady that, that won from the Des Des, her and another young lady, I think she was from Ethiopia. Okay. They stayed together. They were kind of staying together, running together, running together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the announcer was like, well, there's, you know, there's 20 minutes left in this race. Right. Plenty of time. And I'm thinking a to myself. A lot of stuff can happen in 20 minutes. You ain't think that girl going to win. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm literally, she's winning. Right. And the next thing I know, here she is. Yep. Her, first her, first the uh, young Ethiopian girl took the lead. And then Des took the lead and never looked back. back. Mm-hmm. And now I want to say this. Because if you ever listen to uh, Shut Up Tommy, what training program do I, t- I talk about? This training program constantly. Oh, the Hanson. No, 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 no. Hanson. <laughs> His Hanson. The Hanson um, running method. Guess mm-hmm. who Des is coaching? Mm. Guess who Des is coaching? Really? Yes. All right. She Guess runs in Michigan All with right. the the, the Hanson brothers Hanson. that started the Hanson. Running or marathon method, he mm-hmm. she runs with them. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. She is in, incredible. Yes. I mean, but I don't know. Did you see the end when I did. Uh, like she crossed? Uh huh. I felt a little way because I think that was one of the Hanson brothers that was hugging her and her husband. Uh-huh. I was like, dude, can she hug her husband? Can you? <laughs> I mean, no, because she was. I get it. It was see? a compliment. Yeah, I, I saw mean, it. Saw, I saw that. He was like, I'm so proud of both of you, dude. If you don't we get, a, can you give us five feet, please? <laughs> We did. I know. I'm like, dude, she with her husband right now. I know y'all tight and all. But you need to get a But listen, but you have to give, I think everybody was overwhelmed because she was the first woman since 19, U.S. woman, USA, from the USA, Mm -hmm. to win since 1985. So I think not only did she crush it in the conditions of weather and she has been trying to pull through and she's. She's been placed in other marathons, but she won in the first one for the Boston Marathon since 1985. So I think everybody was just emotional. Emotional. She she kept trying to put the U.S. flag on. She kept pushing it off. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> ain't nobody talk. I ain't nobody talk about that. Ain't nobody talk about that. that. <laughs> she they kept trying to wrap her in it. She kept she kept elbowing him. Um. So, ain't nobody talk about that. Oh, no. we talk about Kaepernick, but ain't nobody talk about that. I miss that. I'm I mean, sorry. I can't. I can't speak on that one. I really can't speak on that. One. She did take it eventually. I ain't gonna lie. But yeah, at first, did. she was like, "Look, dude, I'm hot. Can you get up off me?" Yeah. But anyway, um. So, congratulations to her. Yes. Now, um. And, and like I said, Hanson. If y'all don't believe me, Hanson, look what Hanson, Hanson does. Hanson. Looks what. Mm-hmm. Look what. How many times has she been in in the Boston? They said she, this was like her fourth. Yes. Like her fourth time. She came in like eighth once. Mm-hmm. Now look at it. Yep. In the rain. Yep. Hanson. Yes. Don't believe Hanson. me. Don't believe me. Hanson. And did Anyways. you see how many of the elite dropped out though? Oh. How many that did not finish? Yes. So DNS, I think they said it was like 24 of the elite did not finish. And I don't know. I was seeing some jokes going around as to why people did not finish. They were saying the Kenyans didn't finish and they was like the weather was getting them and they just went back to Wakanda. So... <laughs> They Ain't no weather like ready. that in Wakanda. <laughs> but, yes. But, you know what? There was a lot, because I'm looking at it now. Yeah. There was a lot more men that did uh, the DNFs of the elites yeah. um, than the women. There was a couple of U.S. women that did not finish, but you're right. Mm-hmm. There was a whole lot of them yeah. from Kenya and Ethiopia. Yeah. 
I was pulling for Rupp. I didn't even know that, you know, I didn't know I didn't what know happened dropped, I didn't know he dropped out. Right. And then Jordan Hazy, like, she was supposed to stop. She never started. They had posted her as an elite that was supposed to have been running, but she never started. Oh, really? I was tracking her. She never started. So I don't know what happened with that, and I haven't heard any buzz around it. But I thought that that was pretty interesting. Hey, it's a, it's a, it's an elite woman from Mexico. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Perez. Okay. Yes. She did, she did not finish. We have to give props to U.S. because the second place was also from the U.S. And what would she? She was a nurse. Uh, Anna, or Anna is a nurse? nurse. Yeah, she's a. Because okay. now, and this is another thing I, I want to talk about. This is why we have. This is why I do the podcast. Right. So, this is probably one of the biggest wins for a U.S. runner. Yes. And I don't know how long. Right. It was probably one of the most exciting. Boston marathons, mm-hmm. and I don't for know how US, long. Yeah, for the U.S. too, because we had first place, second place, and fourth place U.S. Like, yeah, and she, the third place, um, Rachel, she only she missed. Excuse me, fourth place, Rachel, she missed being third or being right up with Krista, which was from Canada, in that was in third place by nine seconds. So technically, if she would have gotten third, U.S. would have placed first, second, and third. True. True. Um. And, and, I mean, it was so exciting to watch. The thing that, that I, it bothered me was this morning, I, I, I listen to sports radio mm-hmm. all the time. I listen to, um, well, it's not Mike and Mike. It's, it's Wingo and Golick now, Golick and Wingo mm-hmm. in the morning um, that I listen to. Um, I listen to sports casting podcasts. I listen to um, Sirius Radio on the way to work, mm-hmm. sports radio, sports radio, sports radio. You know how many, how many um, interviews I heard? How many? One. One, Uno. One interview. And it was it was with the young lady, the the woman that came in second. Mm-hmm. That was Sarah. the only, and that Sarah was this Sellers. afternoon. But this mm-hmm. morning, nada, nothing. Really? And I mean, that's why we need running podcasts. That's we why do. we need because nobody talks about running. And this is the one that you should talk about. Listen. This is the one that even people who are not into running mm-hmm. would enjoy hearing about yeah. because number one, you've got people that blue cop both of them blue collar. Mm-hmm. Um, runners that won. Um, even though Dez is professional, right. she had to work her way up. She did. She, she put that work yeah, in. She had to put the work in mm-hmm. to get to where she is. And now let's let's talk about the male winner. From he's from Japan. He's not U.S. But Cal, I think it's Kalchi Kaliuchi. Yeah, Kaliuchi is his name. And they say he ran already. He's run three marathons this year. Mm-hmm. He's won all three. Mm-hmm. He's run. I want to say they said 80 total. What? And he, he, when he, this is the 80 ultimate. 80 total, like, in his life. In like, his he life. runs a marathon a month, basically. He oh, runs, like, 12 geez. marathons a year. And Sounds he runs. like some of our Atlanta runners, doesn't it? Well, see, this it's kind of hit me <laughs> two different ways. Because now, because I, I ain't gonna lie, I'm quick to be like, you running too much. Right. You running too many sit races. Down. You need to sit down Recover. somewhere. Now they're gonna be like, no, I don't. <laughs> The, winner, the, the winner, winner of the Boston, Boston Marathon. Shoot, he probably gonna get on a plane and go to London mm-hmm. and, and and run that when he might win it. He might just be him and Heather gonna be back. <laughs> I loved watching this guy run because I remember in the be- beginning of the watching the race, he took off and got in the front. Right. And I was like, and that's when he started talking about him. Like he runs a lot of marathons. The average, you know, the most elite marathoners run two marathons a year. A year. He runs twelve a year. Right. And. I was like, this guy is, is kicking it. He's, I mean, he's, 
He's not slowing down. Because let me ask you this. When you see when the race first starts out, I never look at the person that goes out front because you have 26.2 miles to go. And I always say he's going to fall back. He's doing too much early. Definitely. I'm with you on that. Definitely. But just the way this guy was running. Mm -hmm. And you know, also my theory is the people, well, Dad's one and she was wearing a rain jacket. Yeah, she was. She was wearing a rain jacket. But I think those rain jackets affected a lot of the elite runners. You think so? Like you feel like the wind or like well, pulling them back a little bit or what? Not I don't know. Strange, if, like. see, I, okay. I have I have one rain jacket. Me too. I have one. I just got it when I ran Savannah. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll. Mm-hmm. That one, that jacket they gave us. Yeah. Before that, if it rained, I just in the rain. Okay. There is a difference. I can tell when I put it on because yeah. it's holding in the heat. Even if it's really cold, I still feel like most times I want to take it off, but I don't. Right. I just feel some kind of way as a man running with your your, your is that what it is wrapped around your your waist. Okay, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Or you want you just want to feel tough and just yeah, be I out can't there run without. like that. I'm like, yeah, you look crazy. Okay. You, got, you got your yeah. thing. Just around. drop it. Yeah, okay. exactly. But anyway, <laughs> so I really think it affected him because mm-hmm. and the reason why is because um the the guy that won last year they end up coming in second. Yeah, he looked like he was about to die at the end. He yeah. looked like me running right right now. <laughs> That's exactly because he was. He Side was, of exhaust, I mean, like, he like straight, like, yes, you know, little bitty steps. Yes, I was like, yes, it took it out of him, yeah. and I truly believe that having that jacket on holds in that heat. It doesn't let your body breathe, and it looked like the people that didn't have the jackets in the end finished strong. In my okay. opinion, you know, okay. because of that. But that's just my theory. I ain't Could no coach. Be. I mean, I know some people that weren't elite, and they were like hypothermia almost like it was because it was so cold so yeah. i don't know i guess it just depends but i mean obviously their pace was a lot faster than you know, true and that and that yeah that that's true seen. too yeah but, that, that is true too yeah. yeah and some of them some of the elite had on like full rain hats and some of them just had on more like scully type hats which of course like whenever it rains for me i'm wearing a hat because i don't want all the rain in my face not only is sweat dripping but you know the rain in my eyes and all that stuff so I don't know. It's a lot of factors. Your feet are all wet and sloshing around and heavy. Ugh. <laughs> like, running in the rain is pretty miserable. So, I just hope that I would never have to run 26.2 in the rain. But if I do, that's why you train in the rain and you train in the heat and you train in whatever, in the cold, whatever conditions it is, because you never know what's going to happen on race day. Exactly. And I know some of our friends probably look at us like we're crazy because we ran, we might run in the rain or when it's 30-something degrees outside or when it's super hot outside. But at the end of the day, you never know what race day is going to look like. And at the end of the day, you have to get out there and do it. Exactly. You trained all this time to do it. Shoot, train, so. you paid that money. Right. Shoot, ain't no refund. Exactly. <laughs> every race. That every race says rain or shine. <laughs> they Every race, the first thing they tell you, rain right. or shine. Unless it's like thundering or something like that. But other yeah. than that, it's going down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, I saw a quote from somebody that said, if you begin to, to stop running when the weather's bad, you'll stop running when the weather's too good. Yeah. So you got to run whatever the weather. You got to get out there and run. Yeah. So that, but you know what's funny? I know some actual run groups. I was potentially looking at moving from Atlanta. <clears throat> um, but I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. But I was looking at different cities, <laughs> different cities and looking at run groups. And I ran across a couple run groups that are seasonal. Like after like October, they stopped running. Like they no longer meet up. 
and there's seasonal run groups like they're like whereas for us there's all our run groups majority of our run groups we run 365 or you know we we run all throughout the winter the summer the spring and the fall so i think it's interesting and i guess it just depends on what you can bear and it's an individual thing but there are some groups out there that don't um that just run just and these were in like colder states like northern states well one of them was in texas and it gets it gets cold in Texas. I it gets guess. cold like it does here. But like for me, I kind of was like, "You like what the hell?" Like Texas, like y'all good? Like exactly. throw, on, you know, throw on a couple yeah. layers. Get on out there. Put on you some gloves. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, until hmm, when did I start running with Atlanta community? Before I ran with the Atlanta running community, I mm-hmm. didn't run in the winter. When hey, as soon as it got cold, hey, I'm done. And yeah. I pick it up again like in March, getting ready for the peach tree. Right. So one year I said, you know what? I saw an ad in Dick's Sporting Goods was selling um, thermal mm-hmm. leggings right. for like $20. Right. I went and bought me some, and it's history. After right. that, I was like, okay, I can run in the but cold. But you know what, Tommy? You and I were laughing because you can tell the difference when you go to races between elites and just your average runner. Because the elites have on no damn clothes. <laughs> they have on no clothes. They, got, they have on shorts, a tank top, and arm warmers. Like, they just have on the arm sleeves. True, you and are exactly right. Whereas for us, we have on the whole thermal tights, long sleeves, scullies. I haven't run the the <laughs> hot chocolate in a while. Hot chocolate is probably the one that I would still continue to to bundle up for because it's freezing. Right. But I ran the Thanksgiving half, um, ATC Thanksgiving half, mm-hmm. um, once, and I had on, I want to say leggings and and stuff like that. And I remember Amir was like, you got too many clothes on. Right. And Amir was out there like in a singlet and some shorts. Right. He's like, you got too many clothes on Mm because you're running 13 miles. You're going to warm up. And he was right. And from then on, I was, hey, the sleeves. The sleeves. And the gloves. Because my hands do get, my my fingers get cold. And your ears. Like that's something that always needs to be covered. Like your head and your ears Mm -hmm. and your hands and usually, you know, your arms as needed. But yeah, so I mean, your body warms up 20 degrees. Yeah. 20 degrees when you're running. So even if it feels 40 degrees outside, by the time your body warms up, your body feels 60. So at the end of the day, you don't need a whole bunch of layers on. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't want to go out there too much and then you, you get really, really sick because you don't have these layers on. Well, you definitely want something to put on after. Yes. Yeah, that's the main thing. You want to make sure you got something to put on after you finish while you're still sweating so you don't, you don't catch a cold or something exactly. like that. Now, you were talking about something about Boston because, of course, with Boston, it's always about qualifying qualifying whether that be you qualify with time whether you go and you could do the charity route but there's Mm -hmm. always something that you got to do you were talking about the transgender runners and them qualifying yes so i ran across an article and i just want to put this this out there because some people may or may not know so there's with when it comes to boston you we we talked about this a couple seconds ago it is really big on qualifying via time Right. So as a male, you have a certain in whatever age you're in, you have a certain time that you have to qualify as and same thing as females. Now, usually, of course, the male times are a lot faster or somewhat faster than the female times. And it also depends on your age. Now, I ran across an article of an individual. His name is Stevie Romer, and he actually is a transgender individual. So some people may say, what's the difference between transgender and transsexual? So transgender is basically how you identify and how you express yourself. So if you are a female, 
and you would like you identify yourself as a male that person is transgender so that may not be any kind of medical changes no hormone changes but you identify as the the other sex Mm -hmm. okay now transsexual is someone that if they actually change their genitalia they go through hormones and or go through hormone changes um or actually change their body parts okay so Mm -hmm. that's transsexual so i ran across this article of an individual stevie romer he's 53 he lives up in Illinois, so he actually is a transgender. So he's going from fe- going from female to male. Excuse me, I did that incorrect. He's going male to female. Okay? okay, okay. So male to female. So now he identifies, she identifies as a female. Born as a male, identifies as a female. So she was trying to Boston qualify. And, of course, when it comes to that, you always want to address them as what they identify themselves as. So she she does not have any um, genitalia is still the same. So she still has male body parts. Okay. Okay. But she identifies as a male. Excuse me, as a female. So she doesn't she doesn't take any hormones. She has some. Okay. You know, some things that she obviously because you're wanting to get chest and all that stuff you don't want to be flat chested and you identify as a woman and things oh, of that nature. okay so okay. there are some things i'm sure, pretty sure she's doing but mm-hmm. she still has um she still has male genitalia okay all right okay. now so this is the biggest thing so of course that she when it comes to qualifying for boston the boston athletic association has a lot of rules when it comes to how you qualify for boston versus what gender you run as on the day of Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of stipulations behind when you go to get your bib. You're the only one that can pick up your bib. Like whatever you identify on your ID has to be what it is. So at, in 2015, there was a change to how you have to identify. So when when you sign up for the race, if you sign up as a female, you have to run as a female. Your your ID also has to say female. So if you're a transgender runner, you can't qualify as a male and then run as a female and vice versa so with the with the boston marathon Mm -hmm. usually you qualify within like a year or so prior to the race Mm -hmm. right so people that are trying to run the 2019 boston marathon they're they're trying to qualify now Mm -hmm. right so they're trying to run a, a marathon within the qualifying time to be able to run in 2019 so if i was trying to transition to a male i would have to identify as a male when i qualify to run as a male on race day. Okay. Am I confusing you? Okay. So, <laughs> so hypothetically, uh-huh. if a young man decided mm-hmm. he wanted to be, or he identifies as a young woman, so he has to walk up to the, okay, okay. So he's qualifying. So he's going to run the Albany Marathon, mm-hmm. the Snickers Marathon to try right. to qualify. Right. He has to qualify running as a woman. Right, and his he also has to sign up as a woman, and I and also have like an ID. Like now, it's changed over to your identification. So by state, you have to be identified as a woman. You can't be. I feel like I'm a woman, and my ID says I'm a male. Like it doesn't work. I'm like about that. to say because if that was the case, right. dudes would be like, "Yeah, I'm a chick." Right. Yeah, I'm gonna run this. No, no, no. and that's why it's a big issue, and I think that's why the article came out because there is a difference between males and females in their time. And so some people felt as if it can be somewhat cheating if you qualify as a as a female with a slower time, but then you run as a male. Does that make sense? Well, okay. 
I, I, I don't understand why you would. I mean, if you're going to qualify as a female, you might as well just run as a Because at that right, point, it doesn't you matter. Going through a, you may be going through a transition, though. But they, they have put so many rules on this. Oh, okay. Now I understand. So you're saying, okay, say there's a young lady. Mm-hmm. She runs as a, she qualifies as a Snickers as a woman. Uh-huh. But then by the time Boston comes around. She's now a male. I'm, I'm transitioning. I yes. have decided I want to be a man and she right. runs as a man. Right. And there's going to be a big issue when it comes to picking up your bib, all of those things. And so there's been a couple of people because, you know, I don't know if you've seen marathon investigations, you know how they go through the in-depth. Like they they find people that cheat for ball, that cheat on races and especially with Boston. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is where this conversation came out of because there's been a couple of people that have registered as the, as the opposite sex. But then when they come on race day, there's something different. And so that's why a lot of the rules have changed. A lot of things have been scrutinized when it comes to the transgender population. And they're really putting a, putting it down as far as this this can't be happening. You have to really identify the, your identification as well as testosterone levels. They also, you know, that's something else that oh, was okay. discussed. That as makes far sense. As, yeah. You know, what you have, your t- testosterone levels, your identification. At one point, prior to these um, changes being made, they actually wanted you to have gone through um, two years' worth of hormone therapy Mm. prior to you being able to race. So previously, I feel like the rules were very, 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 um, very hard. And you also had to have, like, the surgery in order to identify as the other. Whereas now, you don't technically have to have the surgery, but your identification has to be the same of what you present as. Gotcha. As far as the transgender thing, as far as races, I could care less, but when it comes to Boston, I think everybody gets more sensitive. Yeah, I because think so. it's so hard to get into. Right. So, her, so Stevie's first um, when when she first tried to qualify, she did it at the Spring Chance, and I don't know, have you ever heard of that? The Spring Chance BQ two. So this is a race that is in um, Geneva, Illinois, and supposedly it's a race that's specifically built for people that are trying to Boston qualify. And they have two different times of the year that you can do. You can do it in the spring and you can do it in the fall. So they have one in April and they have it in September. So she did, did she did the spring one in April and ran a 357.11. And of course, with she's 53. So that within her age group, that wasn't enough to have the buffer, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So then she ran again at another race and she did a 341.19. And that gave her her time. Um, but I was looking into it. And if she was a male, she for her age, she would have needed to run a 326. Yeah. So technically, she has it was a, it was a little bit of an advantage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because she, you know, she did run. She would have had to run a three twenty six just as a qualifying time to be able to do so. Whereas as a female, um, it was three fifty six. So therefore, her three forty one gave her a lot of buffer to basically automatically get in. But you know, she finished the Boston. She finished Boston Marathon twenty eighteen this year with a three fifty four thirty four. So big ups to her, mm-hmm. and you know she conquered through all the social stuff that's been going on and, you know, and all of the different changes and she's there. She did Boston. Hey, she reached her goal. It's one of my goals too, but you know, you gonna, listen, you plan on- I might have a charity that thing on it. <laughs> <laughs> I am not, I mean, and I don't like to think negative on things, but just realistically, you know, if I wanted to run Boston, I'm definitely going to try to do the 5k or something within the next 
year or so. But as far as running a full marathon, I might have to share it the other day. You know they got the half. It's not during the same time. It's actually the same weekend. Is it October or September? It's the same as some other race, but I yeah. can't remember what it is. It is the same as another race. And I think I said that if I was to, my half would probably be that one. Mm-hmm. Um, because For I mean, Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, because I want to run it. I know Tommy Daniels, he went up there. Yes. Um, to run it, it's it's got a, it's the same as something going on in Atlanta. It is something, and I can't remember what it is now. It's something the same exact weekend because I was asking him if he was going to run this, and he says no, I'm going, you know, yeah. to Boston. But I, I have to figure it out. But you're right, I think it is. Is it a ten miler? I can't remember. Something's going. Yeah, on. But it's yeah, something I have like that, that now from Massachusetts. B A A Boston have. So yeah, I that's what that. I just want a medal that has the, the colors uniform. On it. Yeah, I just want the, the colors. And the colors. Well, see the shirt I got. Mm-hmm. That's the Boston running shirt. Right. I said I just want something that has the Boston like the the logo for the the running club. Right. But you know she got me a shirt. I was like I can't wear this. People you just will, don't feel right. And people will clown you. <laughs> yes. They will straight. Every, true, but, people who have run Boston get clowned in Boston stuff. So I know they're clowning. Yeah, me. but you get it though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get it. I yeah, mean, I, mean people, I have no problem. People with it. clown all over. I mean, people. There's people that run Boston that qualified by running that also clown charity. You know what I'm saying? So you can get clowned either way. So, but it is what it is. I have respect for everybody that can get out there and do it, regardless of how you got in. But, and I have respect for not wearing gear if I didn't earn it or whichever way. It would have to say something specific. Like, it would have to say 5K. It would have to say half. Like, I would probably feel some kind of way, too, if it was just a shirt that said... Boston Marathon. Yeah. Like, and like it has the gear on it and everything. It I was like, yeah, I can't I can't wear this. No yeah. Way. I think I've worn it around the house a few times and, and Rocco looked at me crazy. <laughs> I was like, you know you ain't running. Rocco. Rocco Rocco like, you, Rocco, know you, you ain't run no damn on. Boston. You ain't run no Boston. Stop. Why are you playing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and guys, if you, you're looking to run Boston, transgender, that might be your way in. Do what you got to do. Um, with the time we have left, we do want to talk about Another world major that's getting ready to come up in two weeks? It's this weekend. It is? Yes. Oh, okay. My bad. All right. Well, this Let, is, let me double check. You okay. go ahead. Let me double check. Well, I think it's this week. I'll tell them about what I'm talking about for, for, okay. for London. Now, London, um, it's it's a, another world major. Mm-hmm. I know at least one person that is leaving Boston and going to London, Miss Heather King. Good luck. Yeah, um, she will be done across, with her world major. Exactly, she about to she about to lock it up. She about to have that that big medal yes. on. So I'm very proud of you, uh, Heather. That's that's great. Now, as far as the elites um, for London, this should be a great one. Now I know I talk about the world majors a lot, and I, I look at the elites, and I'm always predicting who's gonna win, mm-hmm. and I'm never right. I think I was right for Berlin because I did uh, I did predict Kipchoge would win. But I did predict that he would um, set a world record, and he did not. I predicted that he would go sub two hours. He did not. Um, right. But there was bad weather mm-hmm. in Berlin this year. London is not really the greatest place to try to set a world record. Um, it's not as flat as Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think a world record's coming, but it should be a good show. Um, we have three, well, two of the top marathoners, and then a third runner that is a distance runner that's kind of transitioning from the track Mm-hmm. Two marathons. So we're going to have Kipchoge, of course. Um, yes. Everybody knows him everybody from, knows from Nike. You know, the, uh, and I'm sorry, it's, it's escaping me. What was the name of that they called it? The, breaking Two. Yeah, the Breaking Two. Yep. Um, Kipchoge. And they'll have uh, Bekele. Now, Bekele, he's run a 203 marathon. So he's right on the edge of running that, that sub two marathon. And then we got Mo Farah. 
Now, Mo. I like Mo. Everybody does, but <laughs> he ain't done too good in marathons. Now, you put yeah. him on a track, he going to kill you. But he been training like crazy, though. He has That's been. what he said. That's what he tell everybody. You seen his wife? He ain't training. He had the house. He is. They're in separate, <laughs> the separate places. I follow his wife on Instagram. He had the house. Yeah, <laughs> you know he ain't leaving her by herself. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, he says he's been in Ethiopia for the past three months yeah. uh, training. I'm going to stick with my boy, Kipchoge. Really? I'm sticking with him. I, I just I, I just feel like he is mo- mentally tougher than everyone. Mm-hmm. But Calais known for dropping out of race. He dropped out of Berlin. He just stops running. Yeah. His, his manager left him. Do you think it's like, why Why do they just drop like that? Do you think it's just like defeat? Like they can't do well, what they want to do, so they just do it, or they just body just shut down because they're going so fast? I just don't think their goals are the same as ours. You're right. Our goal, even even when I'm in tip-top shape, my final goal is, is to, to finish. finish. Me too. I mean, that's the, the, you know, behind trying to set a PR or whatever. Wait a minute. Hey. Mine I'm, is to finish standing up. Okay, there you go. I don't want to be crawling across the finish line. <laughs> exactly. So that's always, I think, an amateur's goal is to finish. Mm-hmm. That's why you had so many of these elites drop out of Boston because yeah. once they realize, okay, number one, I'm not about to be in the money. Right. Um, this weather sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they drop out because finishing for them is nothing. Right. You know, like you said, they run 100 miles a week. They Plus. care less mm-hmm. about, you know, running this 26.2. So I think that's why they drop out. So I think elites just have a different mind frame. But someone like Bekele, who gets paid to come to marathons, mm-hmm. bef- don't got to win. Right. They just pay you to, be to come participate because they right. know crowds will be larger to see the top runners. Of course. To drop out is not cool. Right. That's why his manager right. left him because, of course, his manager is the one that's arranging these deals. And then mm-hmm. you dropping out, you making right. me look bad. I don't have time for that. But, <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going with Kipchoge. I think he will definitely finish. I'm not saying he's going to run any kind of world record. I would love to see that, but I, I, I'm going to stick with him. What do you think Mo's going to place, though? You think he's going to place, like, you think he's going to place in, like, top 10, top in, 3, top 5? He came in five? eighth. In 2014, he came in eighth. I ain't talking about 2014. That's I'm four years ago. Him. I'm just telling you. I'm talking about it's four years of work. You think he, he, you don't think he's going to only the top 10? I only talk about Bekele and Kipchoge. <laughs> the, the winner from last year is there. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I, I mean, until, I feel look, it show me. You got to show me. I'm okay. sorry. Even though on the track, I love him. I right. cheer for him. But right now, now he is, he's, 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 he's Britain. He's, he, that's where he lives. Mm-hmm. He runs for Britain. Mm-hmm. So of course the crowds are going to be behind him. So, you know, that might be a difference. It didn't right. help him in 2014, but I'm just saying. <laughs> the shade. Okay. They might be able to help him. But, but I feel you. The leader's going to be, you know, the person that won last year. That's the same with the women's. Mm-hmm. Like, the women's right now, the the person, um, and I might I try not to butcher her name, Mary Kaitani. Um, she actually won in 2017 in London. She's running again. And she actually put out there that she's trying to break the world record. Uh, Paula Radcliffe that won London in 2003 mm-hmm. with she won it with the time of 215.25. So she's trying to beat that world record and she won last year and um, Turanesh Dababa is also there from Ethiopia. I think she's going to place pretty high as well. Um, and she, run, she won Chicago in 2017. Um, and her personal best is a 217.56. So, and she's done some pretty good stuff with the Olympics and things of that nature. So, I'll give those two ladies 
the lead for London. And of course, she has a little bit of leg up. She won last year in London. She kind of knows what it is. But again, kind of worried about, you know, the weather and stuff and what that's going to look like and how it will affect. Yeah, definitely. Um, Britain, definitely the weather can switch on you in a heartbeat. So that that's true. I'm yeah. trying to look up now to see what the standings are in the Abbott World Marathon Majors. I'm trying to see here if it'll show me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, what's interesting about London, why you do that, Tommy, mm-hmm. what's interesting about London is that there's not many U.S. ladies that are running. Um, there's two U.S. ladies that were kind of in the top 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 10 listings when you're looking it up online. Um, Laura Twett and Kaylin Taylor. But their times are like their personal best in a marathon is about 228, um, 228 and some change for both of them. So I don't think they're close enough to Mary or um, Turnus to get anything, but or get close. They may be in the top 10, maybe, but it's not going to be as good as it was for Boston. I will say that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to watching it just yeah. because I think it's going to be a great great race so what time in the morning we gonna do a a watch party what time in the morning is? (laughs) i was just about to ask you we keep talking about these watch parties because we're like listen they do it for the nba they do it for the super bowl why they not doing watch parties for for these races i don't know because i think it would be fun i was looking at it but it's it you know i want to say i looked at it once before Mm -hmm. and the time it was just too ridiculous to try two o'clock in the morning or something is it something like that? Something crazy. Yeah, it's something crazy. So I'm pretty sure. I mean, me and you will be probably be there, but most people, <laughs> everybody, everybody else. Like, nah. I'll put, I'll be in my bed watching it from my bed. I don't need to see y'all. We can talk about it on social media. <laughs> okay, so I was okay. I was able to pull it up. Okay, so the the guy that won Boston last year, Curia, um, the gentleman that came in second this year, uh-huh. he actually is leading with 41 points. Okay. And so he has quite the lead over everybody, mm-hmm. which is is Kipchoge is like fifth. Uh, uh, Galen Rupp is sixth. Now, I'm not sure if this actually includes his DNF. Yeah, I'm not sure if this includes all that kind of stuff because it doesn't even have um, the. Oh, wait a minute. The guy from Japan, he's in third. With 25 points. I don't think y'all saw him coming. Where did y'all? They did not. That was, okay, so I guess you get, I forget, I don't forget how many points you get. I mu- You must get 25 points for winning. That's the only thing I can figure. Let me see if I can pull up the women and see what they have. But, yeah, it doesn't look like too many people that are running London are in that top 10. Okay, what would you, what did you say the young lady's name from Kenya? Um, Mary. Yeah. Hi, Tani. Yeah, so those first two ladies, Mary Kaitani and Trinish Dababa, they're both um, placed one and two. So yeah. oh, so, so that's that's be good. It's that, yeah, that's 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 where the money <laughs> yes, at right there. Exactly. Okay. So that's gonna be a good little yes. good little run in London. We have to watch out for those. Most definitely. Well, India, anything yes. else that you would like to add? Tell to our our new listeners. No, I'm just excited about this. I'm excited about this journey. Is it a journey? I don't know if it's a journey. <laughs> this it's, is adventure. This it's adventure. It's adventure, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I'm excited about it. And I appreciate all of the listeners for tuning in. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I hope y'all are enjoying so far. 
Well, go ahead and give them your contact information just in case they want to reach out to you and tell you how good you did. (laughs) Thank you. So on Instagram, I have two different handles. My personal handle is I underscore I of underscore indigo underscore runs. And that indigo is E-N-D-I-G-O. And then I also have my blog Instagram, which is miles from India. um, And that is also on Instagram. And then my Facebook page where I post all of my vlogs is miles from India. Definitely check that out. Like the page, watch the vlogs. Again, it will be different from what we're doing here on the run duo. Um, So it'll be different looks and different things that we'll be talking about. So you don't have to worry about cross cross information it'll be something different but yeah check me out exactly and if you ever need to speak to me any suggestions anything you want to throw out there anything questions anything you can dm me but you can also um send me an email at milesfromindia at gmail.com and of course um uh tommy and you can get me on instagram honestly the dm me on instagram at tmitch68 is great um my website i'm sorry website my email address is thomas w mitchell and the number at gmail.com. Now, India is still going to be doing her blog. Yes, Miles from India. Shut up, Tommy. Unfortunately, it's, it's over. You know, may, maybe I'll do an anniversary special. I don't know where I bring in special guests. But no, seriously, um, Shut Up Tommy's done. It's a run duo now. This is the podcast. It's, it's, it's evolved. It's not it's, completely gone. It evolved. It evolved. Definitely. And I definitely enjoy this a lot more than just sitting in this room talking to my dog. So, yes. thank you, India. For taking time out of your busy schedule to come and co-host our new podcast, Run Duo, Run Duo, Wonder Twin Powers Activate. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Y'all have a good one. Bye, guys.